think that when you're choosing a partner to have children with, that decision is entirely yours. However, it turns out that biology has an interesting trick up its sleeve, which may surprise you. There are guidance mechanisms that, like homing beacons, can help swimming sperm to get to the eggs. It's because cells in women's bodies release special attracting chemicals into the fluid surrounding the eggs. And according to a recent paper, these chemicals seem to prefer some sperm over others. In reproductive biology circles, it's called cryptic female choice. I'm Katie Haler from the Naked Scientist team. And as I found out from Stockholm University's John Fitzpatrick, the cryptic nature of this choice is becoming a little clearer. Working with a fertility clinic, we took this fluid that surrounds the egg that has this substance that attracts sperm to it. And we asked whether or not this attracted more or less sperm from different men. When the clinicians are extracting the eggs from women for fertility treatments, this fluid is usually uh, discarded. It's not used in the clinical procedure. So we took that fluid and we took the remaining sperm after sperm and eggs had been fertilized, provided the couple's consent to using their leftover material. We then took these different uh, components and put them into a Petri dish. And inside that Petri dish, we had these tiny straws that were filled with the fluid from different females. And then we placed sperm about a centimeter away. We let the sperm then swim towards these different fluids. Fluids that were better able to attract sperm would attract more sperm into their tiny straws. So we just basically left the setup for about an hour, and then we counted how many sperm were present in each of these uh, straws that had the female's fluid in. So what did you find out? Was the fluid making a choice? Yes, there was a really consistent pattern where uh, when we were comparing sperm from two different men, Eggs were attracting between, on average, about 18 to 40% more sperm from one of the men. And was that the partner of the woman? To our surprise, we found that eggs preferred sperm from their partner about as often as they preferred sperm from a man who wasn't their partner. But hang on a minute, you're in a fertility clinic setting. So do you have to control for any potential fertility issues like slow swimmers or something like that? we were picking the the males that would go into this, they needed to have a a sufficient number of sperm. So that excluded men who had high levels of uh, infertility from just the way that our experimental design was set up. And in addition, we looked at how sperm were swimming in response to these different fluids. And it turns out the Mm. fluids from different females don't make sperm swim any different. What they do, though, is... uh, influence how many sperm respond to the signals released from the uh, egg that is present in this fluid. I think a good way to put it all together is to say that eggs are very, very clearly making a choice for sperm from specific men. This happens across a range of different experimental conditions we found. It happens across different years with different patients. Uh, We looked at this in a lot of different ways, and it's a really, really clear thing that eggs are doing. But We can't explain exactly why this is happening yet. Ah, okay. So further work needed, I guess. Does this have relevance to the fertility setting, do you think? We're going to have to see the relevance of our findings in terms of practical application with reproductive fertility. About a third of cases of infertility don't really have a a reason that's clear. Researchers in the past weren't looking at this sort of chemical conversation going on between eggs and sperm. And so by highlighting that this is something that might influence the way sperm and eggs are interacting, I think this could give us a different 
uh, angle to try to understand those cases that are currently unexplained cases of fertility. Does this idea of the fluid around the egg not choosing, say, a partner's sperm, does that have anything to do with how fertile you are? There's no evidence whatsoever that this egg choice of sperm is related to infertility. In other words, this egg choice is not what causes infertility in couples. What does this all mean, though? Would you bet on a theory as to what's going on? Our best guess at the moment is that uh, these interactive effects where uh, eggs from a female are better at attracting sperm from a specific male. What this suggests to us is that there's something going on probably related to some sort of choice for compatibility. And the thing that we usually think about when we're thinking about genetic compatibility are a type of a choice for a diverse set of genes that influence our immune function. So this is something that adult humans do. We, we tend to like odors produced from other individuals that have a certain kind of smell. And that smell is indicative of this set of genes that influences our immune function. So what's the next step for you then? I'm guessing it's trying to find out a bit more about precisely what's going on. One is trying to link what we see here in this egg choice with uh, fertility outcomes. So does this choice of specific sperm from specific males influence the way that eggs are able to be fertilized in a natural setting? We looked at that in this clinical setting and we didn't find any link between how much eggs were able to attract sperm from their partner and the outcome in fertility, in pregnancy rates, in quality of embryos, in a lot of these different measures of fertility. What we'd like to do is have a look at that in a bit more detail, probably not something we can do in a clinical setting because the clinicians are so good at maximizing fertility whenever they can and taking the best possible care of embryos whenever they can. John Fitzpatrick there from Stockholm University and the paper he was talking about has been published in the journal Proceedings of the Royal Society B.